It's Monday, February 7th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories along with other important things going on in our community. Today, local law enforcement officials like Mark Daniels continue to be frustrated by increasing illegal crossings. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small-town dealer-friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some local history. The Buffalo Soldiers were infamous all-black units stationed at Fort Huachuca. The Buffalo Soldiers arrived at Fort Huachuca in the 1890s, where they played a central role in America's westward expansion. Though they were stationed in a number of places, from Hawaii to Vermont, many claim Fort Huachuca to be the true home of the Buffalo Soldiers, since it's the only place to have housed all four regiments at the same time. If you'd like to learn more about the Buffalo Soldiers, you can head on over to Fort Huachuca and visit the Buffalo Soldier Museum. Today's story is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. In December, the number of encounters federal agents have had with undocumented migrants has been higher than any December since 2018. The number? 178,840 undocumented individuals were encountered along the southwest border. Again, that's in the month of December alone. That's more than twice the number of individuals who were apprehended or encountered in December of 2020. For local law enforcement officials, the daily challenge of intercepting undocumented people has become a non-stop exhausting endeavor. Cochise County Sheriff Mark Daniels can only think of one word to describe it all. Frustrating. This is so frustrating what's going on here, because at the end of the day, it's only going to harm Americans one way or another. And Michael Hyatt, the agent in charge at the Brian A. Terry Border Patrol Station in Naco, said December wasn't the only month with increased numbers. He says that one of the troubling trends is the number of undocumented individuals coming across the border who are intent on passing through unnoticed. One of the issues that Hyatt and Daniels addressed was the issue of load cars. These vehicles are driven by people who are recruited by the cartels to transport migrants from Cochise County and other rural border areas to Tucson or Phoenix. The drivers are often young people, sometimes teenagers, recruited via social media. They're offered about $1,000 for every migrant they can load into their vehicles, hence the moniker Load Car. Daniel said there are 900 to 1,000 load cars coming through Cochise County every month. He noted that once these drivers pick up their assigned load of migrants, their only goal is to hightail it out of the area as quickly as possible. The speed creates dangers on its own. In fact, there were three deaths in Cochise County in 2021 related to load car drivers who were speeding. Daniel's frustration comes from an entire year under the Biden administration of trying to get someone in the federal government to visit Cochise County to witness the issues that plague not just law enforcement, but the residents who live along the border. I've had numerous discussions with Secretary Mayorkas, along with my fellow sheriffs. We've sent letters to the presidents on behalf of national sheriffs, on behalf of Arizona sheriffs, being the president of Arizona sheriffs, also the chairman of uh, national sheriffs, trying to reach 
not the political side of this, but the factual public safety side, national security side, humanitarian. And we have gone on crickets. Secretary Morris has met with us, but there's been no shared action, no messaging. And in the meantime, we've exposed America to some of the worst things when we opened up our borders, our doors to a vulnerable population. What I mean by that is those that want to harm America, those who want to bring uh, drugs in this country. There's only one answer on this. And it's truly, they know what's going on. They're intelligent people. They know what's going on. So the only thing you can go back to in a realistic, not a reasonable, not a logical, but uh, what we see is politics at its worst is being played on right now. The sheriff said he wrote a letter to President Biden in May on behalf of the National Sheriff's Association. He requested that Biden come to the area and meet with him and other lawmen regarding the situation on the border. Other letters have followed with no response from Biden or his staff. Daniels has also reached out at least 10 times in the last year to Alejandro Mayorkas, the U.S. Secretary of Homeland Security, but he says they still don't have a shared message or plan. To him, the only winners right now are the cartel. But the one positive, Daniels said, is that all the law enforcement-related entities in Cochise County, police, border patrol, the sheriff's office, and the Cochise County Attorney's Office work together on border issues. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, the Cochise Cowboy Poetry and Music Gathering celebrated its 30th anniversary Friday and Saturday at the Klein Center for the Performing Arts at Buena High School. On Friday night, Kristen Harris with Haley Sandos, Joyce Woodson, and Joe Harrington performed. Then on Saturday, the headliner was the world-renowned Sons of the Pioneers. About 25 cowboy poets and Western musicians played as well, followed by the afternoon barn dance. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. At Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, we'll be hosting free virtual Ageless Grace classes throughout February. Ageless Grace is a brain and body exercise program that helps older adults with both cognitive and physical health. Register at prestigecanhelp.com. That's prestigecanhelp.com. Next, an event that you should know about. Guest authors Ken Waldman and Jeff Wright are reading from their published works on the 10th at Urbano Coffee Company. Their reading is followed by an open mic for local writers like you. So bring your short stories, poems, and music to share. Also, we're excited to announce that the Herald Review media team has just launched a local e-commerce website specifically for Cochise County businesses to sell their products and services. Now you can shop 24-7 online at your favorite local businesses participating on loveshoplocalaz.com. Check it out. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of David Struther Grieship, who completed his life's journey on January 27th. He was 83 years old. Dave was born in 1938 in Ohio. He was the oldest of four. He graduated from Syracuse University in 1961 and then entered the U.S. Army as a second lieutenant. Two years later, he married Midge Pradanovich, who faithfully supported him through his life's work. They were soon blessed with their son, David Mark. 
Dave and Midge were intent on raising David Mark in an international environment. It was their desire that he'd have a worldly perspective. Dave attended one year of graduate school at the University of Arizona. He earned his master's degree from Georgia Tech in 1972 and completed other graduate courses from a number of different universities, all while pursuing his army career. Then, after a 26-year-long stint, Dave decided it was time to move on. He retired from the army as a colonel. In 1987, Dave entered the corporate world as vice president and managing director of McConnell Douglas Korea Limited in Seoul. A few years later, he changed directions, assuming the role of vice president at Diamond International Incorporated. Then, following his third retirement, Dave decided he wanted to travel the world. During that time, he developed a global corporate social responsibility program that spanned across six continents. Dave helped bring clean water to African villages, reading and writing programs to Indonesia, and proper disposal methods for agriculture chemicals to Latin America. Then in 2004, after a life full of adventures, Dave and Midge decided to settle back down in the town where they'd first met, right here in Sierra Vista. They had come full circle. Dave will be greatly missed by his family, his friends, and all who knew him. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate his life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. Join us again on Tuesday. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. For more information on any of the stories you heard about today, visit us at myheraldreview.com. Right now, you can become a member starting at just $1.99 per week. Want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager, Pascal, can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.